Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast. Here I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a non-extreme and not-too-serious way. Seriously. Welcome to episode number 12. I'm talking about giving back and healing the earth. Not so much reducing our negative impact today, but increasing our positive one. Too much I talk about how less we can hurt the earth, where today I'm talking about how much we can heal the earth. Whoa, Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fired up about this one. I don't know. I get, I get pretty stoked about, about this kind of stuff just because you can visually see the impact you're having. Like when you grow some food or you like plant some trees or you plant some wildflowers or something, you can visually see the impact you're having. All this other stuff, it's like, yeah, you're obviously having an impact. You're reducing a lot of resources being used, but you can't really see what you're doing. Where this stuff, oh, it's right in front of you. And so I'm so stoked. Yeah, when I get fired up, I might swear a lot. Might get a little sweat going, so I might have to take my shirt off or something. It's going to be exciting. (laughs) Before I dig in, I do want to say that while a a regenerative and, and healing approach to things like the environmental movement... While they might have a massive impact, they'll have less of an impact if our negative one, if our footprint, is far greater. So I don't want to say that regenerative and and healing practices like this just is all we need because we certainly do need to live more sustainably, but you know what I mean. So I just had to say that. So, so don't focus on one or the other. I think, I think we should focus on both. And there's some people that, that may be listening into this that their footprint is pretty dialed in. And they're at the point where, I mean, if they, if they get involved with things like once a week, then they could be at a negative footprint, so to speak, because they're planting things that actually heals the earth and their, their life is actually doing good for the earth instead of less for the earth. (laughs) So what are we talking about? I mean, in summary, if, if you wanted to just listen to this first minute or two of this podcast and just turn it off, basically just grow, just go grow shit, rewild and renature shit and clean shit. Yeah. I mean, basically just clean up stuff, rewild and re-nature stuff and just grow a bunch of stuff and and that's it i mean that's you could pretty much end the episode right here (laughs) and i think i think everyone knows that right It, it just it just seems obvious it seems obvious like oh yeah planting trees right planting growing our own food right planting wildflowers this makes sense cleaning up a bunch of trash cleaning up a demolished house that's been sitting there for 10 years. It makes sense. Getting rid of a bunch of concrete that serves no purpose. Yep, it makes sense. This stuff is all basic, right? Most of our footprint and most of our impact comes from 
basic necessities to survive. Food, water, shelter, reproduction, all these things, the basics, typically have the most impact if you think about it. I mean, there's transportation too. I guess getting around transportation, that's also a basic need to survive, kind of. So you get what I'm saying. These basic things, these are the most important. So, I mean, if you if you had to pick three things to focus on and not do anything else, I would pick one of those for sure. Or pick three of those, I mean. So, so that's that's kind of that's kind of how it how it goes with with giving back and healing the earth. It's all about these basic things like planting trees, rewilding places, renaturing places, and growing food. These things sound so basic and easy, but in reality they are pretty tough to to uh to put into practice because because our society is not built on that, right? Our society, our society, fuck. Our, our society is built on growth and concrete and lawns, et cetera, et cetera. So digging into that, I mean, what, what crop you think uses the most land and water? Think about it. Just think. Take a guess. What crop in the U.S. and probably in the world uses the most land and water, what crop, what plant? Our lawns. Oh, God, our lawns. Holy shiite. So according to NASA, uh, fairly reputable governmental organization, uh, they say that our lawns use up three times as much space parentheses, land as corn, which is the second runner-up as the biggest crop in production. Three times as much space. Holy cow. That's crazy. Nine billion gallons of water are used, is, (laughs) is used every single day. For outdoor space, aka our lawns. That's according to the EPA. And the EPA, like, doesn't even want to talk about climate change. So if they're saying that, then that means, Jesus, that's a lot of water. So 9 billion gallons of water every single day for a lawn. What do we do on our lawn? I think I used my lawn once the other day. I laid out on it, threw, threw a towel down. But I mean, I could do that on anything. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't need an acre of land, of an acre of grass to go lay out in the sun. I don't know. Sure, like it, it could be fun to go run around in the grass. But you could run around in in a big tall grass field of wildflowers or something. I don't know. Run around in a forest as well. Good lord. 9 billion gallons of water? Give me a break. Think about the money, too. I mean, water isn't free, and it's only going to get more expensive. So save some money and the planet and wild your lawns if you have them. Yeah. Jeez. Speaking of which, I'll be digging into some rewilding stuff now. So there's this 
lady named Mary Reynolds. And she kind of got her her start in wild garden gardening gardening <laughs> yeah she won the chelsea flower show with a garden that's that was like kind of crazy at that point and probably still is a little bit as far as gardening goes gardens as in like like hand cut rose bushes and and just down to the leaf blah 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 very manicured, very man-made gardens, right? Very restricted, restrictive gardening. And she created this garden that was very wild, very nature-oriented, and very unrestricted. And she won it. She won the show, won the Chelsea Flower Show, which was cool. So they made a movie out of it called Dare to be Wild. And, oh, that movie's so good. I watch it when I'm sad to feel better, and I watch it when I'm happy to feel even happier because it's just so good. It's just like this, it's just kind of her journey and all this building up to the the flower show and some love in there and some reforesting Africa in there. And, oh, God, it's just so good. So she won that got probably pretty famous and read it, not read, she wrote a book called The Garden Awakening. And it's this, pretty much this, anything you need to know about starting a wild food garden or rewilding your space in general too. I mean, I guess it could be applied to that. Pretty cool stuff and pretty in-depth. I love it. Good book. So, Mary Reynolds, Dare to be Wild, Garden Awakening. So what the hell am I talking about when I'm when I'm saying rewilding or <clears throat> renaturing something? I mean, it's basically just what it sounds. Taking taking a place that's monocultured like grass or just barren like dirt or sand or rocks or something and creating an ecosystem on it again returning it back to nature, right? And this sounds basic. It sounds sounds simple, right? But it's a little difficult because, because yeah, I mean, society isn't doing this, right? We're doing the opposite. So what do we do? Well, like I said, just plant stuff. So we, I mean, we could, we could plant actual trees, actual flower, wildflowers that are already growing right or we could just plant seeds we can literally just like throw seeds down and if there's nothing growing and it's completely dead i mean i think the 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 best place to start is with some local wildflowers just throw some seeds down maybe maybe sprinkle some water on there but i mean that stuff grows on its own you literally just throw it down and you forget about it (laughs) i mean it's not until you plant like a a young sapling of a tree that you have to kind of take care of it right because it's not in a forest it's not it's by itself typically so you have to take care of those things but throwing seeds down everything like that stuff grows on its own and so you're just you're just taking this space that's that's been destroyed by by humans or is covered up or is trashed or etc 
and you rewild it. Yeah. Mmm. Ooh. God, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure we all have those spaces in mind, right? We have those spaces that we walk past or drive past that's just not being used. And it looks pretty ugly or it's just like useless. Like it might look good. Like it might have a lawn on it, like a bunch of grass. Uh, but there's also spaces that are just kind of like weeds and or like pretty dead or bunch of debris or it's abandoned, et cetera, et cetera. Just throw some seeds on there. Let's plant some stuff. And if it's someone's property, uh, ask them. I mean, if they're not if they're not dealing with it anyways, or they don't want to deal with it, just say, "Hey, I can make this look good for free, and I can also we can also be helping the planet for and you don't have to do anything. You just you just let me go on your lawn, <laughs> go on your property. <laughs> so you're just turning spaces into into these wild places again, and those could be functional." right for you or they could just be functional for the planet they could be functional for pollinators they can look beautiful i mean they're gonna look good either way i think so you can go two ways you can go the route of of just rewilding and just doing wildflowers or trees or shrubs and thorny thorny bushes that that protect tree species and other species and whatnot animals and or you could do like a food landscape. You can grow your own food. You can do like a food forest where, I mean, you basically just plant a bunch of different food things and <laughs> and let it grow. It's more complicated than that, I'm sure. It's really, it's honestly all this stuff like it isn't too complicated. It's just about showing it up, showing up and doing it, right? So turning bare places into natural spaces. Wow, that rhymes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if you if you see someone's yard or an abandoned place, uh, and they're just not doing anything, I mean, just throw some throw some seeds on there. So you can do seed bombs. You can ho- you can we can host like a like a seed bomb bike ride where we just bike around and throw these wildflower seed bombs down. Yeah, there is a motherfucking semi truck right outside my house and it is so loud so i'm sorry if you hear this massive truck it's great (laughs) all you can do is laugh right can't get too mad it's just a truck he's got a job too but damn is it loud so any hoosies yeah plant throw some seed bombs or i mean if you if you have someone's space or you have a friend's lawn that that they would just love to have a beautiful uh, landscape, then then you can kind of do something a little bit more serious and, and like plant stuff that's already growing or or plant specific things in, in certain areas. You know, you can do it pretty relaxed or you can do it pretty like, man, this is going to be beautiful. This could be intense. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it'll be funny the way I think. So a, a thing to follow also by Mary Reynolds. I guess I just have a huge crush on her, apparently. But uh, <laughs> it's called... She, she she recently launched a movement called We Are The Ark at wearethearc.org. And it's basically just creating these wild spaces for, for uh, yeah, natural ecosystems to reform. And and you you pretty much just, just 
devote this piece of land to a wild space and you put a sign down that says this is an ark and you you can write the the website name it's pretty cool so I'll, i'm going to link all this stuff this this podcast episode is going to be very link heavy and we're going to get mary reynolds on the podcast for sure no doubt i'll have to fly to ireland to do it but i think it'll be worth it <laughs> it's gonna have to be one of those oh my god I'm coincidentally in the same town as you. You'll have to get on the podcast now. Yeah, it'll definitely be that. No, but I do want to spend, you know, a good three months in Ireland anyway. So maybe she's not even there. I don't know. I think she was born there, but but maybe she's not even there anymore. I have to look that up. <laughs> She'll get on the podcast. Don't worry. It's going to be sick. Uh, alternatively, you know, other than just people's spaces and what, like people's yards and whatnot, uh, if you don't want to just throw seeds down, if you want to actually build something and you're ready, I mean, you can ask, you can ask like the city who owns that or, or uh, the neighbors, if there's just some random plot of land, you know, if the city could own it or something like that, or if they want to donate it and turn it into this, this forest of just like a half acre or something like that, it'd be pretty cool, right? Just like a forest sitting right there in the middle of a city or anything like that. So just go to your go to your city and, and ask them. See if, like, let them know this this land looks like shit. And, I mean, I can I can make it look great. I can make you look great because you're helping the planet and you're becoming a greener city. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not really serving a purpose right now. You know, it's been sitting there for years. So you can do that or you can just throw a bunch of seeds there and let them wildflowers grow. Let them grow. Make sure they're local, though. Make sure the wildflowers are local to your area. So if you want to buy, like, seed bombs, you can just buy them online and just do, like, local to your area. So if you're in the Northwest, you do, like, Northwest wildflower seeds. Midwest, you do Midwest wildflower seeds. It's all in zones. So, I mean, you can go by your zone or uh, they typically sell them by region um, of the U.S. and whatnot, too. So... If you're in the different part of the world other than the U.S., you just go by your zone and, yeah, just make sure they're local and everything. Pretty cool. Pretty easy. Pretty fun. And you're giving back and you're you're healing the planet. Pretty sweet. So we are the Ark. That's something to check out. Uh, there's, a, there's a ton of stuff to, to look into. A lot of, like, like I said, a lot of this stuff is, is pretty simple in its nature, but but it's like, how do I even start? Like, like, wow, how do I, how do I rewild a dead space? Like, that just sounds like a huge amount of work and time and money. When it, when in reality, you can make it a lot of work, or you can just be like, hey, this is gonna grow at some point, so I'm gonna throw some seeds down. And and so, I mean, it, it's overwhelming because it's it's like a it's like a basic idea, but it's like, how do I even? How do I even start? Where do I even begin? And that's that's kind of how I felt. Even even kind of thinking about this podcast episode, it's like, wow, this is a this is a big thing. It's a big deal, but it doesn't really have to be. I don't think it's it'll be well worth the time and effort in the end. And I think I think the thing is, is that there's already projects all around. And all around you right now, and so if you are just overwhelmed and you're and you're like, I can, there's no way I could start this, or you don't want to just like 
throw seed bombs or something, or if you don't want to just throw seeds down, if you want to do something more like community based, well, I mean, you could host like a, like a seed bomb event or there, you, there's already projects there. So you could, you could get involved with community food gardens, community, uh, yeah, just, just like rewilding spaces, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's all, all sorts of stuff around already. So, so don't despair. Don't be overwhelmed. There's already people doing this exact thing. That's the, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> so cool. I, speaking of food gardens, that's a big thing too, other than just rewilding some space. You can also create uh, like free food projects or, or food gardens on people's lawns and say, hey, I mean, you know, in the meantime, maybe I can use some of this food, but you can also use it too. And I mean, growing your own food is like, is like printing your own money, baby. So if you want to save money, want to save the planet, again, fucking food gardens. Dang. So you can, I mean, you can plant them in like a little, little, little box in your front yard or your front porch or your balcony of your apartment, or you could plant them uh, like along the sidewalk, plant them in, in food deserts and underprivileged areas where people don't have access to fresh food. They, all they have is gas stations and liquor stores. And that's on purpose for sure. Uh, by the typically by the the previous years of the city's history, sadly. Uh, so so there's food deserts, there's underprivileged neighborhoods. They don't have access to to this food, and so that has a huge impact. Community gardens in those areas, community gardens everywhere too. You can start it on someone's property, like I said, friend's property, or just I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like if if it's like some abandoned piece of land like who the hell cares like you're not going to get fined for it. i mean i don't know maybe your work would be removed at some point but in the meantime maybe you can grow some food and and create a movement and maybe at that point at that point that by the point by the time that they say hey this is someone else's property or like hey this is owned by the city it's like whoa but hey you've got this really cool food food garden going even if it's just tiny like it doesn't have to take up this whole entire piece of land for free right but they're like wow this is pretty cool you know maybe the city will donate this or something like that you never know so i don't know fuck fuck the government just just plant some food right <laughs> cool uh alternatively just just cleaning up things like like if you see some abandoned piece of land or or just a trash ridden piece of land clean it up and and then you have this this opportunity for for nature to come back right you have this opportunity to then like throw some seeds down plant some things plus it gets rid of the eyesore right i mean people are happier without the trash and without this demolished wood and concrete and shit just sitting there uh which harms local species right Harm, harms local uh, animals and then also prevents plant life and prevents the the uh, ecological system from being a system <laughs> so clean it up we can throw some throw some seeds down and and plant some shit as i've kept saying i mean basically this whole episode is just like plant things that's how you that's ultimately how you heal the earth all these other things it's like it's like how do we reduce our footprint how do we 
how do we suck less? <laughs> how do we take less? This is about giving. And I think it's pretty easy. It's about, it's about tending to the soil and, and healing the wounds. And you can, you can make that functional for you visually, or you can make it functional for you in a food way, saving money, uh, being healthier, or you can just make it functional for, for the soil, for the plants, for the animals nearby, for more trees coming in, for the bees and the butterflies and the ladybugs, all those good things. Ah, I'm so excited about this. I hope you are. So you can also do things like, like I threw in here, host a plant-based zero-waste dinner. Now that's, that's very like footprint-focused kind of. But I threw it in there because it's, it's also bringing awareness to, to this new way of living, right? And so it, it has this huge impact because you're creating this community thing and, and uh, it's spreading awareness and it's just like a fun thing. Like it's, it doesn't have to be like this big like plant-based dinner or like zero-waste dinner. It could just be a dinner and coincidentally it's zero-waste and plant-based. If you want tips on that, on how to do that, the ladies over at Eco Collective in Seattle did a blog post on that. I don't know. I, I guess I've just been excited to do this. So maybe that's why I threw it in here. But <laughs> yeah, I'm planning on definitely hosting a dinner and then definitely hosting a, a seed bomb bike ride for sure. Inspired by Rob Greenfield, definitely. Because he, he threw that on there on this, on this uh, article that he did. And... So I'm definitely going to host one of those, host a dinner. That'll be cool. That'll be coming up here. And I'll, if you're in the Michigan, northern Michigan area, I will let you know about that. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I mean, to, just, to, just to wrap up, I mean, this is a pretty quick episode. Again, I'm kind of rolling, rolling through these a little bit quicker than the last ones. I realized that, that if I'm not... You know, if I run out of gas, like I don't want to keep going. I haven't ran out of gas on this episode, but that's because it's it's been a shorter time. I just don't want to to like just keep repeating myself and be like, wow, this has been dragging on and my throat hurts. I want to I want to deliver a a meaningful and thoughtful conversation while also being the best best of myself. So so I mean, wh while these things are basic. You know, there's things like local codes, there's things like regulations, uh, people, pri private property, uh, and time and money, right? So, so luckily, luckily, these projects already exist, and we can get involved right now. Uh, you, you would just search local community gardens, local, yeah, I mean, local permaculture groups. Those are good ones to look for. And, I mean, typically... Just by finding those, you'll find for sure like rewilding spaces, and then, and then, uh, I mean, you can you can do the we are the ark thing like pretty easily just by yourself, to be honest. So get out there, get involved, and and do your part. Give give more than we can give more than we take, but also don't forget to take some too, and don't forget to not burn yourself out because. Because ultimately, the planet and the earth will need your energy. We'll need it. We'll need your help. And you can't be 
you can't be helping out and healing the earth if you're not first taken care of. So, so make sure your energy's there. Make sure you're healthy first and take care of you because because this is a big deal. Like this is a big thing. Like giving back and healing the planet. This is huge for sure. And it's uh, it's a lot more time, energy, effort. Certainly. I mean, you can make all these things fun like it isn't any energy or effort, but but it's it's a little bit different because my past podcast episodes and my my things to focus on, they can all be integrated into our current schedules and lives and they're actually replacing some current things. So we're not really losing time, maybe some energy because we have to learn. Ooh, God, learning. But this this is different. We're like adding something to our lives, right? We're giving back. We're getting involved into a community. We're dedicating time. But there's benefits to that. More fulfillment, healthier from from being outside and being in the dirt and eating healthier probably if you're involved in those food food things <laughs> and uh, taking in those those good smells from your nice new, uh, wildflower lawn or taking those smells from other people's lawns because you're working on theirs for them. Pretty cool, right? Pretty cool. You are goddamn powerful. And you can change the world right now. We all can. I think that we should re- we should reduce our footprint, yes. We should... We should take from the planet less, but we need to also heal it. And so this is just a powerful, powerful thing to do. It sounds so basic. Just like, are you kidding me? Planting stuff? That's going to save the planet? (laughs) Are you kidding me? That sounds so like, that sounds like recycling. And it sounds like stopping plastic straws. It sounds like it's not going to do anything, but this is huge. Like if we if we all did this and we all we all turned our lawns into just wild spaces or gardens and just create these habitats and these natural spaces again, oh, it'd be huge alongside sidewalks, roadways. I mean there's I'm tired of hearing this like, oh, I'm just one person, I can't do anything. Oh, it's not going to make a difference. The world's so sad. I'm tired of that shit. Like, grow the fuck up. (laughs) Let's fucking go, okay? You can change the world. I'm going to change it. You come with me, all right? Me and billions of others are going to save the planet. It's just, there's I have no doubt in my mind. So if you're doubtful or you're worried about about your, your actions being insignificant, forget about it. Just... Just get on, get on board and, and let's fucking go, okay? Sorry about my swearing. I'm actually not sorry at all. <laughs> you know what you got yourself into. <laughs> I digress. What's new at We All Can Change? I have created this magnificent 5.75 step guide <laughs> to a better self and a better planet. <laughs> oh god uh it's great yeah it's a it's just like a basic but cool and very useful 
uh, step guide to to saving the planet and creating lasting, consistent results for you and for your friends, etc., etc. So, how do you receive this guide? If you haven't signed up for my emails, you can sign up and receive this guide. Alternatively, if you have already signed up for my emails, all you have to do is find two people that would love you to send them my way and for you to send them my info and and what I'm doing. They would be so happy to see it because they're all about it or they're interested and they're kind of intrigued about, about their own impacts on the on the planet on on the world in general so find two people that would be interested and get them to sign up for my emails and then if they do uh just send their emails to me and let me know what emails they are so i can get you this 5.75 step guide it's pretty cool i'm pretty excited about it that's it for what's new if you enjoyed this episode please share it around you can also donate to fund my work on patreon you can fund my airplane flight to ireland or wherever the hell mary reynolds is (laughs) you pick a tier as low as the price of a tea for every month and you get things from me in return discounts opportunities to be on the podcast questions answered publicly etc etc so you just pick a tier uh, as low as like two bucks. And I mean, this, this allows me to keep learning uh, better ways to serve you and it keeps me advertisement free. I don't want to sell you a bunch of shit you don't need. So, so thank you so much for your support. I'm very grateful. And if you're looking to stay updated on when new episodes or blog posts come out, you can sign up for a weekly update on what's new, like a Sunday paper or like Eco Church. Yeah, it's every Sunday morning. It's no clutter, not ever, just one email every single week, every Sunday morning. Just head over to weallcanchange.com to enter your email at the top of any page. Hey, thank you so much. Go plant some shit, throw some seed bombs on people's lawns that they don't take care of, or just abandon, abandon spaces. Hey, take care.